This is Ashley, and this is School in Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentoring Moment, I wanted to talk about five career trends that you need to be aware of in 2023. It's hard to believe that we are operating now in almost the last month of the year and thinking about what and how, what to prepare for and how to prepare for the new year is critical. I know that there's sort of counter rhetoric around like, you know, use this time to rest, use this time to just kind of fade into the black and, you know, start the new year with any new initiatives. But honestly, I like using December, some of the slowness of it, some of the ease of it to actually write down my plans for the new year, write down my plans for new career moves, just, you know, think about what I've done, take inventory of what I've done, take inventory of what's working, take inventory of what's not, and prepare for the new year. It's kind of how I do my weeks. Like I prepare my weeks on Sunday, my work weeks on Sunday. And I know like Sunday is a day of rest, but for me, it's really restful to plan for the week ahead. <laughs> and so if that's you too, if you're like a person who likes to like have a plan, have an outline, have a to-do list, have a strategy, then these things that I'm going to share that you might want to do over the next month as you prepare to go into 2023 are really going to be helpful. And I promise you, they're not all overwhelming or heavy lifts, but they're more sort of ways to reflect and ways to consider really supporting a successful you in 2023. So here are some smart things to do with your career before the new year. Number one, review your membership. So maybe you're in professional organizations that you're not really active and involved in. Maybe you're in professional organizations where you're super involved and maybe overextended. Decide if you want to stay in your current professional organizations or if there are new ones you want to join in the new year, or if maybe you're not actively involved in professional organizations or associations, this might be a time for you to gather your coins and invest in professional associations or ask your employer to do so. Next up is to stuff your 401k. If you can afford it, even if it's an extra $10, $15, $30, store away any additional money in your 401k before the end of the year so you don't end up paying it all in taxes in the new year, right? Any, you know, 401k is a tax shelter. It's a great way to, you know, get those funds, get that money in to a tax shelter so you don't end up, you know, owing it all in the new year. So if you can stuff your 401k and store away some additional funds, definitely recommend you do that. This year, before the new year begins, I invite you to write out your impact. Think about the teams you've managed. Think about the budgets you've leveraged. Think about the outcomes you've driven. Document your good work. If you have to do it quarterly, you know, if you just kind of spent the first half of the year, the second half of the year, you don't even have to go month by month. Just think about the wins you had this year. Think about the good things that you did. Think about what you were successful in. Think about maybe some places where you were challenged or you where you struggled. But think about what you did well this year and document that. Write it down. Write it on your t- on a post-it. Write it on your t- daily to-do list. Put it in your notes app. But document document, document what you did well so that you can look back or even as you start in 2023, you can start not feeling defeated, not feeling overwhelmed, not feeling like I didn't do anything and now I got to start over. No, you've had some wins this year. You've done some things well. Write those down, document those. I think that that is going to help you honor and celebrate yourself. And so in that same vein, celebrate yourself, right? Write down and take, take stock of what you did well. And honor yourself, buy yourself a new bracelet, take yourself to get a massage, 
call a friend and go to lunch, go to a work happy hour with someone that you've been meaning to get to know at work, like celebrate yourself, honor yourself for the work that you've done this year. Two other things to think about doing in 2023, or excuse me, before you get to 2023, is evaluate if it's time to move up or out. Make a decision today, like literally today, you know, under the sound of my voice, make a decision today about what's next in your career. If nothing is next, if you're, I'm good where I am, I'm not moving up, I'm not moving out, I'm staying right here. No, decide that and honor that decision. If you decide it's time for me to move up in this organization, it's time for me to get a raise, it's time for me to get a promotion, I cannot stay where I am, honor that and do something about that. Whether that's hire a career coach, whether that's learn how to advocate for yourself, whether that's learning how to write a promotional letter, right? Like learn how to do that. And if you need some support in that, I'm here to support you. Uh, but make that decision, honor that decision, make moves towards that decision. Or maybe it, your decision is that I got to get out of this organization. I got to get out of this company. This is not, this is no longer for me. Honor that, honor that decision. I think so often we make decisions, but we don't honor our decisions, which means we default on the decisions that we make. And I just invite you to not do that. I invite you to honor the decisions you made. So evaluate whether it's time to move up or out and honor that decision. And then finally, close out the end of your projects. Evaluate what changes to the project scope, the team members, the budget, the timelines that you want to make in the new year, whatever that is, like, you know, evaluate that. What's worked well on your projects this year? What, what didn't, right? You know, did you have the right budget for that project? Did you not evaluate that and think about how you need to close those projects out in a way that makes sure that you're not making the same mistakes or you don't have the same gaps in the new year. So review your membership, stuff your 401k, write out your impact, celebrate yourself, evaluate if it's time to move up or out and close out year end projects. Those are the six smart things to do with your career before 2023. If you feel like you need support in doing any of those things, I'm here to support you. I'm accepting new mentees right now and you can join Mentor Me programs right on my website at mentor-me.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org. I'm so looking forward to supporting you now and in the future in your career. So next up in I Digress, this week we're talking jealousy. And it's an exciting topic for me to talk about because I think it's one that's not talked about enough. I I definitely have experienced jealousy. I feel jealous. Sometimes it's an experience that as a career coach, I'm often helping women navigate, you know, the feeling of jealousy or longing or desire for things in their career that they're not experiencing, that they see other people experiencing. So yeah, I know a lot and have a lot of experience with jealousy. So we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get real. We're going to get raw and really sort of dissect where jealousy comes from for me personally, where I've seen it come from for the women I serve. And I'll talk to you about some of the strategies I use to manage jealousy. So let's start with like how jealousy manifests, right? So jealousy most often, I see jealousy most often manifesting from a desire to uh, like a desire to have something that you see someone else with jealousy doesn't exist in the in a vacuum like you have to see something you want and you have to see someone else with it to experience jealousy i think if you just see something you want and you don't have it then that's just desire but if you see somebody see something that you want see something you want that you don't have and you see someone else with it, 
then that's where jealousy comes from. Jealousy is a relational thing, right? You can only you can only experience jealousy if you like have a you don't have to have a relationship with the person you're jealous of, but you have to there ha- there has to be someone on the other side, right? Or something on the other side. And so for me, you know, I have definitely experienced jealousy this year. I would say a place where I've experienced jealousy is around sort of friendships, female friendships. You know, I think my my female friendships, my relationships with like girlfriends and things like that have really changed over the last couple of years. And whenever I see someone talking about like deep and meaningful friendships with other, with girlfriends and like going on girlfriend trips and, you know, just like leaning into their girls. I'm always like, oh, you know, I really wish that I had that in this season. I really wish, you know, that's something I, I desire. And of course it turns into jealousy because I see other people with it and it's something that I desire. And for me, that jealousy is like, oh, like, oh, I really want that. Why do they get to have it? And I don't, how can I get it? You know, maybe even self-deprecating, like, what is it about me that's, you know, where I'm not, where I haven't been able to like build deep and meaningful friendships in this season? Like, how can I get it right? Like, it's definitely, it's definitely something that, that I, I have experienced jealousy around. And I guess I should clarify, it's not that I don't have deep and meaningful friendships in this season. It's that a lot of my girlfriends that I have deep and meaningful friendships with are not close to me. So we don't live in the same place. So that desire to like want to go to happy hour with a girlfriend or like Kiki, you know, you know, over our shopping trip at Target, like that's the thing that I feel like I'm missing in this season. And yeah, that just sucks. Right. And so that's definitely a place where I've experienced jealousy and And that's kind of how it manifests for me, like that, that desire. I think I definitely, for me, jealousy doesn't make me like, you know, I think the danger of, I think, well, one, I guess I would just say that jealousy is a normal human emotion. So I really believe that jealousy is a normal human emotion. Like it's available to everybody. There's no shame in experiencing jealousy. It's just, there's no shame in it. It's just the emotion. I don't think you have to attach a positive or negative like association with it. However, I think the behaviors that can come from jealousy, that's where the positive and negative association comes from. And that's when you can get yourself in trouble. So let me talk about how I see jealousy show up for my clients and for the women I serve for my mentees. So definitely in the space of career, jealousy comes up. You know, I think women see other women with fulfilling careers and they desire that. They see women making lots of money from the career and they desire that. They see women experiencing freedom, freedom and flexibility and joy in their work. And there's jealousy around that. Literally, I was talking to a couple of my staff members today and we had a like a staff recharge and reset event over the last month. And they shared with me how they, they shared with me how, like, just how much like ease and joy came from that reset and recharge event and how after it was over, they shared with their family and their friends and like, you know, coworkers and other departments, like, yeah, we had this event. It was really great. It was just a really good release. It gave me a lot of thought and people were like, Ooh, I'm jealous. Like, I'm jealous that y'all had that. I'm jealous that y'all did that. I'm jealous that, you know, she gave y'all that opportunity, you know, talk about me as a boss. And yeah, I don't know. I just think that, yeah, that was, 
that like that's where jealousy comes from like that that feeling of like oh I want that oh that was nice to have like oh I'm I'm salty that you have it and I don't right that kind of energy so so yeah like I think that and especially in the career space you know I I career coach in small group and you know my 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 um, mentee groups are pretty intimate we're talking about you know four to six five to seven women at any given time and while I've never you know, rarely do I hear women express like openly, like, oh, I feel jealous, you know, when they are partnering with other women in the cohort. But definitely, you know, I can sense, you know, sometimes like if one of their peers gets a job or we're celebrating something with their peers, like, oh, I want that. Like, oh, you know, excited for them. But like, man, when's my turn? Right. And so, again, this idea that jealousy can only happen in relationship with someone else, like you have to see someone else have something to be jealous of it. So then it's like, how do you deal with jealousy? What do you do with jealousy? How do you navigate jealousy in a way that like honors the the natural human emotion of desire and seeing someone else have something you desire and like making sure it doesn't cross into that bad place of like negative behaviors that are associated with jealousy and negative behaviors that are associated with jealousy are like gossip, backbiting, tearing other people down, disingenuousness around trying to get what you desire, you know, get what you desire or get the things they have that you also desire, but in a disingenuine way, right? So like, how do you deal with the negative emotions and how do you make sure it doesn't get into a bad place? I think first of all, it's just acknowledging that you're jealous. I just feel like people feel so people feel so away about jealousy and feeling jealous that they don't even want to admit they're jealous. Like people will admit that they're sad, people will admit that you know are happy and excited, but people will not admit that they're jealous. And I guess I just want to invite folks to just know that like jealousy is a normal human emotion. You can just say that you're jealous. You don't have to say it to the person that you're jealous of because that is not maybe helpful. Although I guess it can be, but it may not be. So you could just say it to yourself. You can say it to your therapist. You can say it to another friend. Like I'm feeling jealous in this moment. Like, oh, I hate, I, you know, and, and you can even honor, like, I hate that I feel this way. Like, I, I hate that that's coming up for me, but I feel jealous. You, you have things, like they have things that I desire. Or if you do say it to the person, if you know, like I, you have things that I desire and I'm really longing for that. And, you know, I'm struggling to celebrate you in this moment because I feel jealous. You know, I feel like I haven't been able to participate in it or engage with you in the same way because I'm jealous. You know, I think that if it's a stranger, if you don't know them, I think that that may not be super productive. That's when you might want to talk to a, a therapist or another friend about it. Like if it's somebody you don't know that you're jealous of, you might you want to just process that in a different way, not with the, the stranger person that you don't know. But I think acknowledging jealousy is real. And I also think that getting down to like, what exactly are you jealous of? So for example, like when I think about some, like I see women who have really close and personal relationships with other women and they're like, you know, doing Friendsgiving around this season and they're like doing White Elephant and they're having parties and all that jazz. I'm like, ooh, like I wish my girlfriends lived closer. I wish that we could hang out. You know, I wish that, like I feel jealous of how they're able to engage and connect with women in their circle. And I desire that. But then I remember like, actually, you can pick up the phone, you can FaceTime. No, it's not the same. But that's available to you. The closeness that you desire, you know, the kiki that you desire, the relationships that you desire, they are available to you. You might have to work harder than maybe not, you know, you don't have that same, you know, chilling at the house effect or whatever, but it is available to you. So 
I think that's another thing that I try to remind myself of because I'm like, oh, I want that. And I maybe can't get that in the immediate. And so then the jealousy grows and then it can turn ugly. But I think if I just like honor what I can do with what I do have or like honor that maybe I don't have what I desire, but that doesn't mean I neglect what I do have, that I can still nurture that and that's still valuable. I think that's definitely something that I've been really leaning into in this season. And then I think that the final thing that I do is that... (laughs) And this is maybe not like the best, this is maybe not the best practice, but I do, when I feel jealous of something that I don't have, I try to like, think about how I can flex the things I do have. And I don't mean flex, like rubbing in somebody's face, because who, who is paying attention to me like that to be like, oh, like whatever. But I do think that sometimes, like, and this is, and let me be clear, this is not like gratitude. This is just kind of like, like, what do I have that? feels full in this moment? What what do I have that feels like that it's filling me up in this moment? And again, this isn't just like swap it out for gratitude, but more just like, for example, like, you know, I do love a good kiki and I do a, love a, a good girlfriend time. And I also am often so grateful that, you know, I don't have to spend a ton of money doing things that I don't want to do. Sometimes like, when you have a large circle of friends and you got like a million birthday dinner dates and you've got like, you know, everybody want to color coordinate, you know, an outfit and, you know, everybody want to split the check at dinner, but somebody only ordered one drink. I mean, it just, it's sometimes a lot of drama. And so like, I can appreciate that, like, that's not drama I have to go through in this season, right? I've been through that, that drama. I don't have to go through that drama no more. And while I... I do absolutely value like connection. I think I also know that sometimes connection can be draining or connection can be frustrating. Right. And I do value a season where like, I don't have that draining or that, that burdensome parts that come along with connection. So just like flexing that. And I don't mean like flexing it for the gram, but like literally just honoring that, that part that I don't have to navigate through, I think is, has been valuable and has been supportive. So honoring it, like owning it, thinking about really what are you jealous of exactly? And like, how can you get some of what you desire? And then like flexing what you do have are ways that I like have learned to work through jealous, jealousy. And, you know, I think that the more we can do to honor what we feel and and be less judgmental about us feeling it but just honor it and work to work through it i think the 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 more we can disassociate jealousy from being like this negative bad taboo thing that's horrible and that's shameful and more something that is just a normalized human emotion that we can be free to experience without making but without allowing it to change our behavior for the worse and i digress And last but not least this week is TVT. And here I wanted to talk about a podcast that I have been listening to over the past week. Now, I think that this podcast is actually kind of old. So if you are listening to this and you're like, Ashley, you are late to the game, then, you know, that is fine. I will take that, that I'm late to the game. But this podcast, when I tell y'all this podcast rocked my world, 
it rocked my freaking world. And I just could not help but to listen to it, to, 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 to feel so deeply around it. I, I, I mean, it just, it really, it rocked my world. It's called, it's a serial production. It's a, a, it's a production of serial and the New York Times it's called We Were Three. And it's a story of lies, family, America, and what COVID revealed as well as what it destroyed. It's a three episode podcast. So like literally you can get through this on a long drive. You can get through this, you know, cleaning up the cows. The host is Nancy Updike. And I've heard her on a lot of different things. I love her podcasting style. Love, love, love it. And it, it I'm not going to give it away because like it, if I say anything else, I'm going to completely give it away. But the rage, the rage, the rage, the rage, the rage that I felt listening to this podcast is kind of unlike anything that I've ever experienced before. Like, I, I loved it so much that I invited Dre to listen to it. And I, we have very different tastes in media. And so rarely do I ever like try to get him to listen to something I listen to because I'm like, it's a lost cause. He's not going to listen. It's not going to be his style. But I got him to listen to it. He listened to a whole like episode and was like, oh, this is like, this is wild. And so, yeah, I just, just listen to it. If you listen, like tell me, I want to talk about it. Like hop in my DMs, let's talk about it. Because we were three, a serial and New York Times production. It's a three episode series. And I think that the episodes are like less than an hour each. So again, this is not a long listen. It's not like a series I want you to pick up and watch any, you know, listen to every day, but it's definitely something that, that rocked my world. And I think it will rock yours too. And I think it's, it's particularly right now. It's a really good listen. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast. I hope that it revealed something to you. I hope that it helped you work through something and I hope it helped you school life a little better. You should know that I'm accepting new mentees, the last cohort of 2022. Two is now forming. If you are a professional woman who would benefit from expert level mentorship as you advance your career, I invite you to schedule a call with me. I access my calendar for us to schedule that call. It's a 20 minute call for us to connect over the phone. You can access my calendar right on my website at mentor-me.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org. I'm so looking forward to serving you. So looking forward to connecting with you and helping you really elevate your career now and in the new year. Thanks so much for listening. School's out. Class dismissed.